Welcome to the Total Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Cristiano Green, a podcast where we talk about finding fulfillment through self-development, being a leader of your own life, and getting the most out of it as well. Tenacity, originality, talent, authenticity, and being legendary. It's all about living your best life. Hello, 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 all you total bosses out there, and welcome to another episode of the Total Boss Podcast. I am your host, Cristiano Green, and I am a gay men's relationship coach, and I help gay men to attract and create healthy, happy, passionate, and loving relationships in their life, no matter if you've ever had one before or if you've been in them in the past. I'm here to help with that. So today's topic on the podcast, I really wanted to jump into a topic that I think um, probably every single person can relate to at some point. And it's a topic that I find that maybe people don't really like to talk about that much, right? Because sometimes it could be shameful. It could be um, you know, embarrassing. It could be something that's maybe still causing some pain or trauma inside of the you. And so when we have these kinds of things, it's probably important for us to have the t- conversation about them. So today I really want to talk about loving people who just don't love you back, right? Now I can think of many times in my life where I've been in love with someone else and, uh, you know, realized that, you know, they just don't feel the same way about me. Maybe they only saw me as a friend. Maybe they were just, you know, um, you know, getting some sex. Maybe whatever it was is what it was. But I can remember multiple times with multiple people who I actually felt like I was in love with. And one of them was the very first person who was my very first gay friend, right? Um, we had a great bond. Uh, we connected really quickly and we started doing, you know, everything together. You know, uh, we would see each other, you know, almost every day. We would talk on the phone all the time. Uh, we would go out clubbing together. We would have dinners together. We would do so much and we would share so many deep, dark things um, that we felt and how we were going in life, right? Whether it was with our family, whether it was about our experience as gay men, all of those things. And I think because, you know, prior to this, I didn't really have any close friends. Um, the level of deepness that we got um, seemed to me on my end that it was more than just a friendship. Now, you know, I can understand maybe how that was misconstrued on the other side, but it led to me getting to a point where, like I said, I thought that I was in, well, he was in love with me too. And so I remember one night where we'd been out the night before and he'd come home to stay at my house, which, you know, had happened many, many times. And in the middle of the night, I think I just reached over and we started, I started kissing him and then he pushed me off me. And, uh, um, I remember saying, I love you. And then just, you know, it wasn't said back at that moment and I remember like when he left the next morning how kind of you know upsetting and shameful and hurt and embarrassed I was for for going through that experience um and I remember you know afterwards you know just feeling feeling like wow I feel used I feel hurt feel all of these different emotions and you know it led me into a place where I kind of you know closed myself up for a while you know, we remained friends for a little while, but I think after, you know, after the thing that had happened, it was really hard to go back from in that way because I guess maybe 
I didn't know really how I could be just friends with someone after that had happened. And maybe he didn't know how to, I guess, be my friend either after that. So that kind of ended. And that was really heartbreaking to me. Again, that was the first person I felt that I was in love with. And they didn't say it back. They didn't have the same feelings to me, right? You know, it's really... um hard when there's that unrequited love, right? It can be one of the most, you know, worst feelings imaginable. The pain of becoming attached to someone in a way that isn't, you know, mutual can be really traumatizing. You know, the thoughts of saying those words, I love you, and just hearing nothing back can be really crushing. Even if it isn't that obvious of a rejection, any instance of loving someone who just doesn't love you back can really be painful, So unrequited love, you know, can happen to anyone. And I'm sure it's happened to you, you know, but if you start noticing a pattern, it could be more than just bad luck. You know, if it keeps happening, loving someone who doesn't love you could be a sign that you have a romanticized idea of what love looks like. And that's kind of what, you know, happened to me. We're almost, you know, likely to experience unrequited love when we have already fallen head over heels in love with the idea of being in love. And with, you know, the way that Hollywood movies are and Disney movies are, you know, we do have this idea of love. Sometimes we all believe that love is happens at first sight. We're going to meet someone while we're walking down the street, while we're at the coffee shop, while we're on the train, while we're getting onto the airplane, someone sitting next to you, right? Anything. I, I, I can't remember, remember how many times I've had so many different fantasized stories of how I was going to meet someone and fall in love instantly, and then that was going to be happily ever after. But as we know, that's just not the case of how reality works for, you know, 99.9% of people. It might happen to some people. Like I said, I'm not going out there saying that it doesn't happen, but it just, I don't think it's the norm. And the fact that we are built to believe that all of these Hollywood romantic stories happen for us really kind of holds us back from truly being able to get that love. So, you know, this kind of situation may have more to do with you than, you know, the object of your affection. It could even be a sign of some relationship anxiety because some studies have um you know been conducted on the topic of relationships and they suggest that people who engage in relationships anxiously are more likely to experience unrequited love than those who go into relationships confidently and this doesn't mean that you're doomed to continue to fall for people who won't love you back you know by being honest with yourself you can break this cycle of unrequited love leaving more room to find people who actually, you know, adore you right back in the same way that you um, deserve and the way that you're loving them. They're out there and they're really looking to meet you too. I know so many gay men out there who are looking for love and it can be really difficult when you are, you know, you have been in the past where you have, like I said, fell in love with someone else and again, they don't love you back in the same way. You know, I've got another instance where, you know, one of my close, close friends. And the first time we really met, we, we hooked up and had sex, right? And, you know, from that point on, I really kind of liked him. And, you know, maybe not long after that, he got into a relationship with one of my other friends, right? And from that point onwards, you know, I, you know, I initially felt, you know, hurt from that, but then I kind of moved on because they were in a relationship and yada, yada, yada. And so that went on for about a year and a half. And I kind of, like I said, accepted it and I was okay. But after that kind of relationship broke up, um, I was actually living with with this guy, my friend, right? And so when it broke up, you know, um, 
you know, he made advances on me again and we we started having sex, right? And, um, you know, that turned into me feeling like, again, maybe he likes me more and maybe, um, you know, he wasn't in the right relationship. So I had all these different stories that I was telling myself, right? And so, again, I fell in love with him um, harder. Um, but the reality was is that he just didn't feel the same way. I think really what, if I looked deep down to it, he was, you know, hurt from his relationship breakup and he was just trying to, you know, utilize me as a means to be a rebound, right? To, to forget about the pain that he was going through. Um, and you know, that's, uh, on him and also on me for probably realizing that that probably was the case, but not wanting to admit to it because deep down, like I said, I loved him and I wanted him to love me back. You know, he ended up moving back overseas to, to the UK and, um, you know, instead of ending things there, we kind of kept going and kind of went on this kind of crazy little affair thing online. And then we'd meet up in, I, I saw him in UK and then he, we met in Bali and all these different things. And so it was this weird thing that went on for a number of years again, as that finally came to an end and I finally had just to, to end communication, it again left me really closed off from love and holding myself back from it. And this is what happens as well when you have this unrequited love. When you've been painfully hurt, you close your heart off to other people. And it can really be damaging to you really allowing yourself to have love and receive love in the way that you deserve to have it. And so, again, if these things have happened in the past, it can lead you going into relationship with that anxiousness, which, again, can lead to unrequited love instead of really going into something confidently and creating something from that place of confidence, right? So, really, what do we do when, you know, we do start to find that we are loving people and they don't love us back you know really some things that i can share with you that are going to probably be helpful to you that could that i wish i'd known back back in the day that would have helped me move past this quicker and maybe not getting into those situations was number one make peace with the truth right and if this truth is is that this person doesn't love you or they don't need you in your life maybe that is initially going to be painful but the acceptance of that will help you move on. And it doesn't mean it's necessarily anything bad about you. It doesn't mean that you are this terrible person who's not lovable. It just means that maybe you're not compatible with that person. So really making peace and accepting the truth is going to be a great way for you to move past that unrequited love, right? Closing yourself up and holding yourself back from finding love, that's not the answer. As we all know, that doesn't get us anywhere. That keeps us in that place of sadness, in that place of anxiousness, and in that place of really feeling not so great about ourselves. So really getting to the truth of it is is where you need to get to. Number two, admitting to your feelings, right? It's okay that you had love for someone. That's not a bad thing at all. That's actually a positive thing that you're able to go and love somebody else, right? But the truth is, is that when we look down to the deeper feelings is, is the unrequited love that you're feeling towards someone else maybe a lacking of love that you have towards yourself, right? How do you shift that love that you're giving to them and turn it to who is really needed to, to be loved, which is yourself? Learning to love yourself is going to be the most important way that you move forward and create that for yourself. So admitting those feelings and really sending that love back to yourself. Number three, 
give yourself your some time to recuperate, right? Again, you're going through some pain. It's going to bring up some maybe triggers from some past trauma. And the experience can be traumatizing, right? Especially if it's happened multiple times like it has for me, right? Give yourself some time. Like, don't expect that the next day you're going to go out and start meeting someone. Just really allow yourself to feel the way that you feel and understand where it comes from. If you get to the clarity of how you're feeling and why you're feeling, you'll be able to give yourself the time to really heal and then be ready for the right relationship when you come forward. So you don't have to go into the next one feeling the same way and repeating the same patterns. If you heal properly, what will happen is you'll change your story and you'll change your energy and you'll attract someone else who is more on the level that you deserve to have that for yourself, right? Number four, never blame yourself, right? Sometimes these things happen because maybe we are unconsciously not aware of the fact that maybe we are still hurting from something else. Maybe we're not loving ourselves in the past. Maybe there's stuff that's happened in a previous relationship that we're just trying to translate the energy somewhere else, right? There's so many different reasons as to why this can happen. But deep down, if you blame yourself, you're never going to get anywhere, right? You know, like I said, it's not your fault. You um, your, your, your energy was allowed, allowing you to go there for some reason, whether that was for love or whether it was for, for healing, right? Don't hold back on yourself and the healing because you're blaming yourself for making some sort of a mistake. It wasn't a mistake, right? It was a lesson. It was a growth opportunity. So take it as that and simply just breathe into it because that's your chance to do that for yourself, right? Next thing you can do is share your feelings with someone. Talk to a friend. Talk to, you know, a family member. Talk to someone you trust. Maybe getting a coach or talking to someone who really is, you know, experienced in relationships can really help you to understand what happened in that experience, but also help you to take yourself and move forward into a better place, right? You know, you don't want to be continuing to repeat these mistakes. You don't want to hold all of that energy inside. So really allowing yourself to share how you felt and your experience with someone else. Don't think of it as, oh my God, they're going to think I'm stupid or they're going to think I'm, uh, I'm an idiot and it's embarrassing or it's shameful. Don't take away that shame. Take away that, you know, embarrassment and allow yourself to connect because you, like I said, I bet you everyone in life's probably been through a moment where they've had unrequited love. This is not an uncommon thing. So really getting to a place where you can communicate it and share it means you can take away the power of those negativity and turn it around again, connecting with other people and talking to people and understanding why it's happened that's going to get you to a better place, right? Another way that you can move past it is to, you know, unfortunately, maybe this is the, the thing that I didn't do so quickly. And maybe it's something I needed to do to move forward was to cut off all ties with the person, right? If they don't love you back, maybe it's time for you to have some separation from them. Uh, if you're The more you're around them, the more it's going to be hard for you to really move forward, and I know that can be hard because, again, if we have this love for them, you know, it can feel like really difficult to not be around them, even if they don't love us back, right? But we have to honor ourselves and say, hey, look, I deserve to be loved and I need to give that love to myself. So in order for me to do that, I need to take a, uh, uh, some space from you. And when you get past that, what will happen is maybe you can have them back in your life and maybe you've learned some powerful lessons and maybe you can even have a conversation about that to them, right? That might be a way of healing. But right then in that moment, taking some time away is just going to be smart for you to really be able to move forward and heal yourself from that uh, broken heart, right? Now, another one is, is fall in love with yourself and look after yourself. I mentioned this very commonly throughout today that focusing on yourself in these moments and really giving that love to yourself 
is really going to be a healing experience, not only for this experience, but for your entire life. I mean, I don't know how many of the hundreds of gay men that I've worked with um, over the years that have, have never really truly loved themselves. And when we work through that and we do the work and we get them to that place, it's like the biggest gift that they could give themselves is to fall in love with themselves. Because at that point, you're no longer, again, looking for someone else to bring back that energy of love to you. You have it for yourself and you can go out and find a relationship that's going to add value to your life. Not something where you might feel, like I said, a puppy dog love or unrequited love, all of those things, right? Really be aware that if you focus on giving it to yourself, you are going to be a whole different person and someone will then be able to match your energy and truly be living up to the, the deservedness of love that you are giving to them as well, right? Next one is this, this is, you know, a common thing that you can do. Get out and about, try some physical exercise, do some things that will, you know, shift the energy around your body, right? A lot of times, you know, dancing is great, you know, yoga is great, um, you know, like I said, exercise, tennis, sports are all great things that you can do to help you to release negative emotions from your body, right? The movement of that really just clears out some of that energy. So really doing some physical stuff or some healing work with someone, you know, seeing an energy healer, right? That's a great way as well to really move the energy around so that you can heal in a faster forward fashion and also, you know, do some great things for your body at the same time. So really focusing on, you, know, like I said, doing some physical exercise, swimming, going to the beach, being out in nature. They're all great things that are going to be good for your soul, good for you, and then good for you moving on from this unrequited love as well. And then finally, think of all of the positive aspects and all the things that you have gained from this experience. Don't look at it as a negative thing, right? Again, you giving love isn't a negative thing. So find all the positive things that came from it. What was in that person that drew you to love? Because if you can focus on those qualities of the person that you have this love for, what you can then go and do is actually then go write your list and start to create the kind of love and partner that you want to have by really getting clear on what you want. The clearer you get on what you want, the most important it's going to be for you to take a step forward and actually find true love. Because again, the clearer you are, the more easy it is you're going to be attracted to it. Because again, when you get clear on what you want, then you work on becoming a match to that then what happens is, is that is called law of attraction. You're attracting the thing that you want to have by being the match to it in your life. So that's a super important thing there for you. Now, again, I'd love to hear from you guys as to maybe some of the experiences that you've had when you've been maybe in love with someone who just hasn't, you know, loved you back. Like I said, I, I know so many people out there and I deal with hundreds of gay men every single year. That this is a common thing. People have been through this themselves or maybe you've been on the other side of it, right? How have you handled it? What has been your lessons that you've learned from being on the other side? Because I also know that I've been on the other side of it as well, where I have had people who loved me when I didn't feel it back to them. And, you know, it's just, as hard of an experience to be that person than it is to be on the other side of it because again you know you have to hurt someone on the other side of it so I know both sides of it very well and you know again I, I'm, I'm so grateful that now I'm in a happy loving passionate healthy relationship with my partner David and you know we built and we communicate um, but we've also talked about this because he's also done this similar things in the past as well so 
there is, like I said, so much commonality out there. So sharing your story, um, whether that's, you know, posting a comment below, whether that's reaching out to me on Facebook or sending me a message, sending me an email, whatever it is, I love hearing from you guys. So sending your stories through to me and sharing any questions you have is something that I think is great for that. All right, guys, it's been a great episode. I trust this has been a ton of value for you. I'll be back next week, but always remember that you have got this and as always, I've got you. See you next time.